Hello sweet souls, I am Lucy Victoria Jackson and it is my honor to welcome you to Root and Rise with Lucy. Now if you've listened to us before, you'll know that in this podcast we are completely dedicated to helping you find what works in your wellness routine. It is my firm belief that wellness looks completely different on each and every one of us. We all are going to want to move in a different way, we're going to want to eat in a different way, our minds all work in different ways and I really believe that each and every one of us can build that bespoke wellness toolkit that will really help us to root and rise in life. Now today I have a really inspirational guest. Her name is Alex Longton and in terms of her her wellness credentials, she is a qualified personal trainer but really what's fascinating about Alex is her company. She's co-founded a wonderful food company called Tiba Temper and she's co-founded it with her husband Ross. So it's a husband and wife team and what they've managed to create in such a short space of time is really, really inspirational. It was driven by a trip to Bali and also her veganism as well. So it is a vegan product. And I love her approach to firstly the business, but also to veganism. She's she's not hardcore, if that makes sense. She kind of really believes, as I do, that everyone needs something different out of their diet. But including temper into your diet is a really great great way of reducing your meat intake if that's something that you're interested in. Now, Alex is just so inspirational. My goodness, I've known her for five years, but I've never really known her full story. And when you hear it today, your minds are just going to be completely blown. She says about how when she was 15 years old, she basically put a business proposal to her parents about moving to New Zealand. Um, She grew up in Brazil, so of course, Brazil to New Zealand at 15 years old, having never been abroad before. It was a huge move to make, but a really transformational one. And what's so amazing is that she's always just had this real inner knowing that she knows her purpose and she knows where she wants wants to go. And that, that energy is so contagious and so inspiring. So yeah, amazing to have Alex on the podcast. And for those of you listening and enjoying and interested in the Tiva Temper brand and giving it a go, she's very kindly given us a discount code for this podcast. So if you would want to use that, it's Lucy20, going to the Tiba Temper website, which I'll include in the show notes below. So Lucy20, and that will give Give you 20% off and in the episode we said in September because uh, that's when we recorded it but obviously it's October now so we'll run that for October so Lucy 20 at the checkout if you want to try Tiba Temper with 20% off now you may know that this is a very budget podcast and when I say very budget I mean no budget at all I actually spend my own money on making this and making it happen week to week. So sometimes we do have technical issues that we just don't have the team or the funding for to um, improve. And today what that's manifested in is around 33 to 34 minutes in, the conversation starts to sound a little bit disjointed. So there are times when Alex and I just cross over a little bit in the speaking and there's a couple of gaps, Um, but it, it doesn't detract from the conversation. So please do be patient with that. And I would be so grateful. Um, Yeah, as you know we are a very very no budget as I say podcast so please do keep that in mind but thank you so much to all of you who continue to listen and share and rate and review it honestly means the world so without further ado it is my honor to introduce Alex Longton 
Alex, welcome to Root and Rise with Lucy. Thank you so much for coming on. First things first, how are you today? Hi, Lucy. I am good. Thank you. I uh, really enjoyed your first season of your podcast, by the way. So thank you for inviting me to be on your second season. Um, I am good. I'm fine at the moment, just working from home and having a really quiet lifestyle at home with my husband, basically. <laughs> yeah, I think it suited so many people, this more homely, grounded way of life, actually. We found the same for sure. Yeah, no, it's quite nice not having to commute or to be out and about. And it certainly made us slow down a little bit, which is really nice. Yeah, I think so many of us needed that for sure. Now, we have known each other personally, I think, for about five years now. I think it's been almost that long, um, which is crazy. And during that time, so much has changed for both of us. And we'll dive into kind of that part of your journey soon. But I would love to paint the picture of Alex for our listeners, who you are, where you grew up and how that shaped your relationship with your health and well-being from a young age. So let's just dive in. <laughs> where did you grow up? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody has ever managed to guess it uh, based on my based on my from my accent, basically. But I'm actually from Brazil. I um I grew up in a very small town um, and actually in a farm uh, in Brazil, in the countryside of Brazil. And I was just always a, a really active person and spent every minute I could literally just outdoors playing, climbing trees, riding my bike and and spending that time uh, as close as possible to, to nature. Um, and I also had three other sisters. Um, so we always played together, but I was definitely the most adventurous one and had the entrepreneurial spirit and mindset, which led me to, at the age of 15, to convince my parents to uh, let me go on a student placement abroad. Um, wow, was, 15. <laughs> 15. I said, Mom, Dad, I want to leave the house and I want to just have my own life. And they were like, what? Um, <laughs> and at that point, interestingly, I had never even been on a a holiday abroad I've never even been on a plane in my life and I wow. was just like well I just need to learn English because I know that this is what I will be required um in my career in my life I knew that being in a in a countryside and in a farm wasn't going to give me what I wanted which was a, an entrepreneur career in business basically wow um, so I did a bit of a pitch to my parents and I convinced them to, to let me go to New Zealand for six months. <laughs> that was your first um, business pitch. <laughs> my first business pitch and life pitch, yeah. <laughs> which, which went really well. And uh, we arranged uh, like a host family and a school where I would go to. Um, but they always asked me, why did you choose New Zealand? And I would just say, well, it's just the most beautiful country, but it was mostly because of the bungee jumping and the skydiving that attracted me. And I just, <laughs> I just really wanted to, to, to discover that, that country. Um, so yeah, at the age of 15, I got on a plane and came out on the other side of the world and, um, went to Dunedin, the, the, the very South, um, of the South Island in, in New Zealand. 
And um, I got off the plane and my host family was there waiting for me. And I literally couldn't speak a word of English. I remember being so embarrassed that I couldn't really say, you know, they were probably asking, how was your flight? How are you? And I would just look at them, stare at them and go like, what do I say? I'm just so confused. <laughs> wow. Uh, and and literally driving home, they, they would point out the, the bus stop and say, this is the bus stop that you catch your bus to school. And I remember bus being the first like word that I, I learned at the time. This is how little I, I knew. Um, so, yeah, the, the following, I think, two, two days of rest, I, I went to my first day at school. Um, it was really challenging, like not not speaking the language. Um, but when you are 15, you just learn so quickly. Yeah. Um, I think within the first two months, I was able to have a conversation with my, my colleagues in English. Um, and I basically threw myself into everything I could and got involved in all the sports at school. So I was playing in the volleyball team, the football team even canoe polo, which is another sport that we had at school, and rock climbing, everything I'll, wow. I'll do, um, and just get involved as much as possible. And I made a lot of friends in that way, um, in that respect, which was great. And I, I found my groove within a couple of months and, and then convinced my parents to extend my six months to a year. I just wanted to stay for longer. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so that was kind of how I... Um, literally just learned so much um on learned to be independent learned to be brave um learned to adapt myself to a completely new country and, and culture so you've got to become a maybe a chameleon in those kind of situations and and um kind of take take it all in as much as possible so i'm, I'm really grateful for that i'm grateful that my parents didn't uh, wrapped me in cotton wool and, and made me um, stay home um, because I, yeah. I definitely learned a lot. What an amazing journey, my goodness. And at such a young age, that's I'm, I, I didn't know that about you, but my goodness, I'm very impressed because 15 years old, I can't even think what I was doing. I was probably worrying about my spots. <laughs> so to have that kind of drive and ambition and just kind of that sense of where you wanted to go, that's incredible. But what's what's really interesting there is you is you said that sport was such a big part of of your journey there. And I think that's actually a really cool thing because sport does almost um it it, it it helps you get through the language barriers. You don't need to speak the same language to be able to play the sport. So I'm guessing that was something that really helped you integrate into that that new community and that that way of being. Definitely. Yeah. It's just a great way of networking with people. And actually you don't need to speak the language. And I think it was the easiest way for me to get to know people and to have a fun time because it was really difficult not being able to have a fun time speaking as such, but I was having mm. a lot of good times going out to, to play uh, football and, and volleyball and everything else with, with my colleagues. And it's kind of how I became known in the school as well. Um, mm. I, I could speak, I, I could actually play football quite well, obviously being Brazilian. <laughs> Brazilian. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> 
so I was always being asked to, to join the teams after they found out that I was a Brazilian football player. <laughs> um, and and that, that definitely helped me. Uh, so, yeah, like you say, you don't necessarily need the language when you can actually play sports and, and you just need to just throw yourself out there, really. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So how did you get then from New Zealand to the UK? Because that is where you're based now and you've been based here for quite a while. How did that happen? Yeah, so I went back to Brazil after my one year um, and I decided that I wanted to do my uni degree in London, mostly because it was just a, it's a business, you know, universal business hub, really. And um, I just loved the thought of coming to London. I've never been, I had never been anywhere else but New Zealand, but I just wanted to, to tackle London. And um, so I flew to London. I visited a few universities and, and decided to go to university in West London. Uh, and managed to get uh, a job after uni. So three years at uni doing international business and, and got a job at um, Heinz straight after uni um, in sales account management. So I was I was really fortunate at the time it was recession year. I was really fortunate to get a job at, uh, at Heinz straight after uni. And I was mm. over the moon. It was just such a, an amazing brand. I remember thinking, wow, it's, it's the ketchup brand. I, I'm going to work for the ketchup brand. <laughs> I can have as much ketchup as I want. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. And it was, mm. it, it was a huge place as well. Lots of people. And it's where I met my, my husband, Ross. So straight Aww. away in the first year, it was, it was love at first sight. <laughs> it was ketchup Aww. love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you had ketchup at your wedding. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we've got a massive ketchup picture in our kitchen. So that's something that Aww. we keep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> so yeah, I, I came to do my uni degree and my parents did make me promise that I would go back home after my uni degree to run my dad's business. And I was, I always admired my dad for having his own business that he started from scratch. And, um, but I never wanted to, to take his business. It was just a, an easy, an easy getaway of doing it. Just getting your own business from, from your dad. Mm. I just wanted to, to create my own. Um, so when I saw the opportunity to have a, a job at Heinz, I decided to stay. It, it kind of broke the heart a little bit and it was hard for me to explain that I was staying and, and, and then I met Ross and then it just kind of became, um, now my, my place that I, I live and, and I don't think I would ever go back to Brazil because I'm, I'm just so well settled here. Um, so yeah, I I just love the UK so much. Um, and we, I found myself in a good career. Um, and from then on after Heinz, I, I got a job offer at Lint. Um, uh, the chocolate company, as you know, and yeah. we, I loved working at Lint as well. Um, it was such a great people focused business and it had a, a culture of, of being yourself. So I could actually be myself and not necessarily have that corporate culture that, that mm. I have, I had experienced at Heinz. So I, I really mm. enjoyed working for Lint and that's when we met. Yeah. And I I think, as I said at the beginning, I think that was about five years ago now, which I, I just can't believe how, how time has flown. And one of the tasks that you were in charge of at Lint um, was creating an offering in the office that was to support people with their fitness and health journeys, because 
obviously naturally you being someone that's very active and invested in your own fitness and health I think I don't know well I'm just guessing here but maybe people look to you as someone who who could could take that on so could you explain kind of how that idea first came about in the office and was it challenging to get it approved or were the company really on board how did that happen so I think it was a day that we had of training and it was a very different type of train that I expected even. It was a it was a, a day off site that we had to discover ourselves to and 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 to find our purpose. And this was a, a critical day in my life. Um mm. we we spent a day discovering our purpose in life. And I just realized that I I just loved how living a healthy life and, and working out. And I just really wanted to help people to feel the same way. So mm. I, I came out of that day um, thinking I, I really want to help people to 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 be active and and to feel healthy. So I built a plan, and without being asked for this, I just proposed it to the board in, at Lint to to build um, a gym space in the office, and that I would run it above and beyond my, my day job, obviously. Um, and I did need to have a qualification for this, which was just a fitness trainer. So um, I proposed them to, to fund my, my PT training qualification, um, which would give me the opportunity to, to run the, the gym. And I think the budget overall was, it was less than 10K that I would spend a year in the first year with including my qualification and equipment and, and everything else which for a business that turns over 200 million pounds is, is peanuts. So they were not concerned about yes. the cost as such. <laughs> so the, yeah. the cost wasn't a challenge. It was just the concern that they had um, that it, it would distract people in the office. It would distract people mm. in, in the workplace. And I think that the biggest challenge that I had was to convince the, the people that it was actually for, for so many other, for so many benefits, including productivity um, morale in the office. It, it would recruit talent, um, mm. and it and it was just that. It was brilliant. So we we asked. I I it, it was approved. Uh, luckily, and I did my PT training. And in the meantime, I did a survey in the office to ask people what they they wanted to have in a gym space in the house in in the office. And that the gym space people wanted um, yoga, Pilates. And hit classes. That's what they wanted so much that they would enjoy the most. So, um, so that's what we built the space around based on what people wanted to have in the office space. And, and it was enjoyed by probably 75% of the employees that, while I was wow. there at the time. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah so it, it was, it was such an amazing culture. We would either get in early at eight o'clock and have a session. Uh, either a Pilates session, yoga session, a HIIT session, uh, or do it at lunchtime um, or do it after work at five o'clock. But anybody could use it at any time during the day. We we mm. were trusted to use that gym space um, as we wanted to and we would just have to, you know, work around it in terms of hours. And it was a great culture and I'll probably, I wouldn't take the, the I wouldn't take the credit for it myself, I'd say that the senior leadership at Lind were really supportive and um, they, they definitely need to take a lot of the credit for giving us the, the, the space and the, yeah. the opportunity to have that space. 
Yeah. And, and obviously this is where I came in. So I came in as the yoga teacher, um, as I say, yeah. maybe nearly about five years ago. And yeah. it's, it's actually, it's a real highlight to my week. Obviously it's been slightly different during COVID. Everything has had to go online, but from my perspective, it's, it's a real highlight because I get to see people twice a week. Um, the ones mm. that, that do come regularly. And during that time, I have seen some real transformations in, in people's, you know, not only physically, but also mentally as well. And what's, what was so great and what is so great is that it, it attracts people that you might not necessarily expect and that might not necessarily go to yoga outside of the office. This is what, mm. um, what I think anyway. And, and what was, what's nice is that in, in class, I must say in lockdown, I'm going to call out the men at Lynn in lockdown because I haven't had any of the men coming to the sessions, but in the office, it used to be pretty much 50, 50 men and women, which is so nice because yeah. usually in a yoga class, it, it's very female dominated, which is fine. And, you know, definitely definitely has that you know a space for that um in the industry but what's so nice is that I think it did invite a few men into the practice that wouldn't necessarily have have done it and I and I could see over time how it it really benefited them and complemented their other sports you know like golf or football or whatever it was they were doing and it, it mm. created a really nice culture of kind of yoga is for everyone in the office which it was so nice so thank you for for bringing me bringing me into that no I was so <laughs> pleased when when I found you and I had a little session um your, the first session that I had with you and I was just so certain that I wanted to have you as our teacher at the time oh. because you were just so brilliant and I didn't know anything about yoga so I was just really happy to to even start doing yoga myself and that was the start of my yoga practices was actually with you um, and um, I was really grateful for that. A lot of people in the office are really grateful for having you. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. It's it, as I say, it's a big part of my my week and my journey. I just hope that we can go back to the office sooner rather than later because it it does it is different being online compared to being in the office. But did you notice any changes? for you know for the rest of their their office life so to speak um for the people that came along did did you notice anything or did the company notice anything for the people that that did come definitely i think that there were two key differences i think the first one was the social element of it it was really nice mm. to be able to have that social um time with with our colleagues and to to see them outside of the workspace in a way but then the second probably the biggest benefit is is people actually really stopped for that hour to look after themselves and they saw the benefits. Uh, you know, Kev is the biggest legend that you probably <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, uh, learned yeah. and he had back problems and he's, he's recovering from that and, and lots of other injuries as well. So pe people are seeing physical um, improvements as, as well as just, having that time to enjoy while you can, you, you may not have a chance to go and pay for a gym membership to go in the evenings or mornings, but you can just take a, a one hour break at lunchtime and, and really enjoy that session. And I think mm. a lot of people saw, saw that as an opportunity as an outlet to, to be able to look after their body and themselves. So a lot more people, um, a, lo a lot of people were, um, I suppose, doing a yoga session, a Pilates sessions when they, they wouldn't and that's improved their posture um, mm. and their well-being. 
Yeah, amazing. And obviously, you're you're no longer at Lint, but we have kept up the sessions going online for everyone there. So I, I think that's been really important for the people that have still been coming, because obviously, during the whole, you know, global pandemic and all of that, it, it it's, I think a lot of people have found their exercise and their movement as something that's really helped them through that. So it's, it's really amazing that, that Lint have continued to invest in their well-being program even though we can't mm. physically be together so and that is a part of your legacy there so yeah so you should definitely be really proud of of what you created but as I say you're no longer there so where what happened then after Lint you went to uh, a, a company called Plenish which is a vegan company yes so I think even at just at the time that I was at Lint I went on a holiday to Bali um so just be- mm. before I left Lint I went on holidays to Bali. You gave me some great recommendations, by the way. If anybody needs Bali recommendations, <laughs> speak with Lucy. Yes. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we spent a couple of weeks on holiday in Bali and we discovered uh, tempeh while we were on holiday in Bali. And we, th- we thought this is an incredible plant-based protein. We can't find it in the UK. So we, we flew back and we decided that we wanted to bring it to the UK. So during that kind of like time, I was planning to obviously start my own business, bringing tempeh to the UK. And I thought, you know what, I probably need a bit of experience running a startup business before doing my own. So Mm. I had the opportunity to work at Plenish, which is a a fairly small plant-based business, a challenger brand. And they do the best plant-based milks on the market. And... That gave me the, the experience that I needed. Um, so during, so I joined Plenish and during the two years that I spent at Plenish, uh, learning as much as I could about a, a small business, as a startup business, um, during the day, I would come home at night and I would plan uh, Tiba Tempe, which is the business that we have mm. now. Um, so it would be developing the product, it would be developing the brand um, and everything else that 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 came behind you know starting a, a business before we officially launched it so it took us a couple of years of development um but i think we planned it in in the right way and getting the experience in a different business so we could then do it ourselves and and, and launch our own yeah amazing and and before we launch too much into Tiba Tempa itself you personally are a vegan aren't you mm-hmm. um so how how long have you been vegan for how did that happen yes yeah, so I think I've been vegan for the same amount of time that we've known each other for five years ah. <laughs> the magic number mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah I've been vegan for five years I started it was a it's a, it's a funny one I think I it started because I was listening to a lot of podcasts at the time and it was Rich Roll. Have you listened to Rich Roll's podcast? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, and I, I think he's an incredible human being. He's um, an athlete and he, he's a plant-based athlete. And um, mm. I just really liked the idea of trying it, but I never really had the courage to do it. It was It just seemed like a big step for me to, to quit eating meat. 
um, I was Brazilian, yeah. a big meat eater in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say in Brazil, my goodness, there's all sorts. What do they call the barbecues in Brazil? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> it's called a rodízio, which is right now yes. the last thing I would ever want in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so I think um, that inspired me to go plant-based, but it wasn't what made me go plant-based. The day that I decided to go plant-based was when I was... Um, running a half marathon it was actually my fifth great north run um half marathon uh five years ago and i just felt really ill during the run i felt awful um i managed to complete it but i realized during the run that it was just possibly the chicken pasta that i had the night before and it wasn't agreeing with mm. me whatsoever and the, the meat consumption it wasn't necessary in my life. I just realized that, you know what, I just don't want to feel ill like this ever again. I um, am going to try to go plant-based for a month and see what happens. And a month, mm. a month went and I felt absolutely amazing. I just learned how easy it was to eat plant-based when you set your mind to it. And, um, mm. and, and I never looked back. I think a month... A month went by and I just just thought I'd stick to it. I just don't didn't need to eat meat. I didn't miss eating meat and or having any animal product at all. So mm. um, I, I started off by for, for plant for, for health reasons mainly, and then I, I realized that it's just not sustainable for the environment and fair on on the animals for us to be consuming meat. So I just decided mm. to go 100% plant based, and I've been plant-based for the past five years um but i think my 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 approach to 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 veganism is is is, is quite soft i wouldn't tell people to go vegan i, I just think it's your own self-discovery um mm. it comes with time yeah. it comes with with time and it, you don't necessarily need to be 100 percent vegan I, I would love to see everybody just reducing a little bit and having like a gradual shift towards a more plant-based diet eventually i think yeah for sure and i think it's it's the same with exercise you know diet is so personal to each person and i think some people really do thrive off off a vegan diet but other people maybe do need a few little you know little extra things in their diet so i'm a big believer in that we need to find what works for us mm. and our bodies um, but I'm, I'm guessing this is what inspired you to create Tiba Tempa though, because sometimes the vegan options are not the most inspiring mm. <laughs> and the vegan meals that you can cook and maybe you need a bit of extra inspiration. So, yeah. yeah so tell us about Tiba Tempa more then. Yeah. So I think that Ross, my husband, was trying to go plant-based at the same time with me and he would just complain that he wouldn't get enough protein um which is the kind, yes. kind of the big question especially the when biggest yeah 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 and i wasn't so concerned about protein we we already get far too much protein but actually he had a point a lot of people did think that they needed you know as much protein as they do now um and especially if you work out so i was conscious of that and i was trying to convince him to have tofu and a few other things and and he just wasn't enjoying it. And at the time when we were in Bali and enjoying, you know, their incredible food, um, he would really enjoy having tempeh because it would give the, the protein that he was looking for and it would taste just great, much better than 
than than tofu mm -hmm. from his perspective anyway and from my perspective as well um and it, there was just no compromises and it wasn't meant to 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 taste like meat we're not trying to re recreate a, a meat uh replica mm. it's just it just tastes great and it gives gives you the, the protein as much protein as as meat so at, at mm. the time the frustration was how do we find a plant-based protein that will fuel our bodies uh and give us the protein that we need we were both working out a lot ross goes to gym a lot and i, I was, at the time i was running a lot and i needed that recovery and they were telling me that I would have to eat more more protein based on on my activity levels. I was running marathons and everything else, and I I didn't want to have protein shakes. I just wanted to have real food. Um, yeah. So tempeh was just the perfect solution to that. Um, it was just a natural plant based protein made from just soybeans and and, and live cultures and nothing else, and it was really healthy for you, for your body. But it just didn't exist here in the UK. So we went on a, an adventure and a search to, do, to, to make that happen. Amazing. And where did the name come from? So Tiba means arrive. So for centuries, tempeh has existed in, in Indonesia. Now Tiba tempeh has arrived in the UK. Ah, amazing. <laughs> I love it. And it does taste incredible. I've tried tempeh generally in, in Bali and I've tried your products as well. And it is amazing. It's, it just makes your meals much more varied. As I said before, like sometimes the problem with vegan meals is then they, they're maybe not that exciting. <laughs> and so, and so what you're bringing to the market is really exciting. Um, and I would love if you could maybe share with us a recipe that people could try at home. I know maybe um, describing it might be a slightly strange way, but I, I think if people kind of had talked through how simple a recipe with Tiba Tempa could be, then they can, they yeah, can see no, how they might um, make it for themselves there at home. so many recipes. We've got them all on our <laughs> website and our Instagram, but I'll probably say that my, my favorite one is uh, a Buddha bowl. So we, yeah, Love a <laughs> you can't bowl. go wrong. You can make it, you know, it's <laughs> so different. Every time you make it, you can just throw in all the veggies you have in your fridge, um, a carb based, maybe potentially maybe a potato or, or rice or, or quinoa, whatever you want. And then we have um, our tempeh marinated pieces. So I'll probably use the sweet chili marinated pieces. It's already um, diced, marinated and cooked. So you can literally just pull it out of the pack and put it in your Buddha bowl. There is no cooking required and it's it's already packed with flavors. And it's as simple as that. A five-minute meal that you can make at home. just need to chop up some vegetables and um, drizzle a, a tasty sauce on top. My favorite one is maybe... A tahini and lemon uh, um, dressing, um, mm. or you can make a sriracha mayo as well, a hot mayo, a spicy mayo. Um, but yeah, it's the, literally the, there are so many things that you can do with a Buddha bowl. And the the beauty about our product is is that it's already um, marinated and cooked and pretty much ready to go. Um, we realized that not a lot of people knew what to do with tempeh, um, a plain block is mm. it's like wow what do I do with a plain block of tempeh and we were the first people to develop the, <laughs> the marinated pieces um 
which was a convenient solution to to for people to to enjoy tempeh. And we also developed the the burgers as well. So they're literally just a tempeh burgers with a barbecue uh, rub, um, which is delicious on on a barbecue in the summer. So I would I would mm. recommend a Buddha bowl yeah. in the summer, but in the winter I would probably go for a stir fry. Um, so you can either it can't mm. go wrong. It's just so easy. Can't go wrong. Um, <laughs> you can just stir fry <laughs> some veggies and throw in the tempeh. You can again use the marinated pieces. We've got soy marinated pieces that you can throw in there, or you can just marinate it yourself. Um, by just chopping up the block and marinating it for a couple of hours and 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 give it a, maybe a satay sauce is probably my favorite with a stir fry a sticky satay sauce with some noodles and and top it off with some sesame seeds on top and you will make yourself feel like you're a chef <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Alex, I'm so hungry now. <laughs> I haven't had my lunch and I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, I'm dreaming the, of your the, temper now. The key thing for me, and <laughs> I hope people realize this, is that it's just so easy and quick to have healthy foods. And you don't have to spend ages preparing food. Yeah. Um, I don't have the time. A lot of people don't have the time. And I really want to enjoy a whole foods plant-based diet and this gives you the opportunity to do that and it gives you the nutrients um and it's super convenient so this is this is what we've we've come up with it's our little yeah. baby amazing and just just to make it clear that it is for everyone you don't have to be a vegan to eat <laughs> to eat tiva temper if you're just someone that is looking to keep meat in your diet but then replace the odd meal with a, with a vegan or plant-based diet then this is a really great way to go no no so you, you don't have to be vegan to eat no you don't and <laughs> actually 90 percent of our consumers are um, at meat eaters basically so the majority of our consumers are not vegan at all and you don't have to be um, like you say it's actually a, a great opportunity for you to eat something different to meat um, and that will probably remind you of being in Bali if you've been already it would bring you back to Bali <laughs> oh, that's literally the dream right now I am um, yeah I haven't got any holidays planned or anything so I'm just gonna close my eyes eat some tea with temper and imagine <laughs> back in Bali <laughs> yeah. until we can travel again oh and I do know that you have a new product launching soon so would you like to share that with no, us today or are you I can share that top secret the first ones to hear, basically it's um it's a ready meal it's a it's a, a sweet chili stir fry um, so it's a frozen ready meal. It's a, it's a collaboration that we are doing with, uh, Planty, Planty, uh, dot UK. They have, um, a range of, of frozen plant-based ready meals and we'll be selling our first tempeh ready meal with them. Uh, it, it's, it's got kimchi as well. So it's something that doesn't have, doesn't exist oh. in the market. Um, something quite new and different for people to try and it has all the goodness from fermented foods as as well as all the flavor that you'd expect to have from a tasty stir-fry dish 
amazing. That sounds yeah, so that's the next one delicious. that we have. And we've got a bunch of other products that we are launching next year as well. This is, this is just a starting range. And then we've got a few things planned um, for next year. Not, qu- not, not global not quite, domination. Not quite global, but <laughs> we just hope to take the UK to start with next year. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think you're definitely well on your way there. So before kind of we round up that that section of the chat, maybe you could just share with us how people could actually find the Tiba Temper products. Because if people are now going, oh my gosh, I want to yes, try so this, we are where should we available send them now to? In, in Plant Organic and Whole Foods and Selfridges in, in London. Um, and then nationwide available in most of the independent health stores. Um, but if you haven't got one nearby, you can just order us online. So we are available directly from tibatempe.com. And I'll probably give your listeners a discount code. So if you use Lucy20, I will give everybody a 20% discount in September. Um, <laughs> so you just order online Amazing. from our website. Um, and that's where we're currently available, hoping to be available in more places next year. Perfect. Thank you so much. Now, I would love to dive back into a topic that we touched upon earlier, actually. And um, when when we were kind of chatting before this, I obviously asked for a few pieces of information and what your kind of passions are and that kind of thing. And I thought something you wrote was really beautiful. So one of your passions and your focuses is discovering our purpose in life and feeling fulfilled. And um, you kind of touched upon where that first happened for you in that that Lint training day. Um, And I would like to go into this because I completely believe that if we if we feel like we're following our purpose and we have purpose in our life then this is going to contribute towards our overall sense of well-being um I think if we don't have that then we tend to feel a bit lost or you know like just going through the motions in life so first of all maybe if we could just tap a little bit more into how you really found your purpose like how did you figure that out and then I think maybe that will help other people maybe tap into theirs because I think that's really hard for people to do is actually find what's my purpose. It's, it's a really big question. It, I think <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm on the spot a little bit. You've already said it beautifully there. Um, something about finding your purpose and oh. for me at the time, I just wanted to be able to, to give back and not just do something for myself. And I remember the kind of discovery that I had, about finding my purpose was actually being able to do something regardless of myself. So something that it wouldn't be giving me the benefit. I think when I realized that if you do something for other people, you, you give yourself the gift of giving back. Um, it's kind of, it's really hard to explain. I, I'm really bad at explaining it. But I, I've always enjoyed, for example, giving a gift to someone than, than getting a gift myself. Mm. Um, and that was the moment that I mm-hmm. realized that I, that I discovered my purpose. It was about others and, and not myself. Um, I, I wouldn't know how to recommend, how to suggest people to, to, to find their purpose and go looking for it. I, I really don't know. Except the one thing that I did was to read a book, mm. The Alchemist. And it was all about finding your personal legend. Um, 
and I really enjoyed that book and that really helped me to, to discover my purpose. Um, but otherwise you can, yeah, mm. sorry. It's a really, yeah, it's a really big, no, it's a really big question. And I, I think, I think, I suppose when I think about this, it, it, it's a different journey that we all have to take, um, to, to get there as well. Because for me, I think I'm kind of still getting there. I know what my, general purposes but kind of I'm not quite sure how mm. the roadmap looks if that makes sense um and I I think it, it takes us all a little while to to figure that out and and also to, to feel like we have the permission to figure that out as well because I do think this idea of having purpose and you know and and fulfilling our our dreams is is quite a new thing actually because I, I, I think mm. looking back to our parents generation they were quite kind of like well this is the career I'm going to go on and this is the this is what that's going to look like for the next 40 mm. years until I retire <laughs> and it was kind of I don't know it was it, it their 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 map was I guess already plotted out for them and it was quite a practical approach to life perhaps but I think our generation is maybe thinking more about this idea of of purpose and what what that might look like um and I don't really know where I'm going with that but just that it's you know there there aren't really too many um examples I suppose to to follow other than Gandhi and people like that but I think the key thing is actually finding Mm. finding something that you love so much that you feel fulfilled it's it could be something really small um it doesn't have to be a grandiose purpose it just needs to be something that you believe in that will you know make you jump out of bed in the morning and and work towards something it could it it could be something that Mm. you're just really happy to tell people about and not not uncomfortable like it could be something that you're really proud of um and that would just make you feel ultimately fulfilled um not probably not straight away it would take a while to first of all to find a purpose takes a little bit of time and then secondly is is to feel like you're you're actually achieving that purpose will probably take a little bit longer it doesn't just happen overnight but it's just something that I think it's really important to have Mm. yeah I agree completely so I can't believe it but we are coming towards the end here um and I I know and I have my five questions that I ask at the end of every episode I originally started off by calling them quick fire but actually people gave really long answers so I'm just (laughs) gonna roll with that and we're gonna go go with longer answers if you feel you want to give longer answers because sometimes it's quite nice to dive into them so question number one what are your top three wellness tips to include um, in your wellness eat mostly toolkit? plants and move your body every day um it doesn't have to be a gym mm. exercise or anything strenuous but just move your body stretch go for a walk whatever that is just do something every day and love yourself unconditionally um because if you don't love if you don't love yourself, who else will? So I think you just need to start with yourself. That is true. Okay, no, number two, what is the first? I thing have a coffee in bed with Ross, and we chat about 
what's on our mind or what's keeping us awake at night and what we're grateful for. So we have a half an hour mini morning session together in bed, um, having a coffee. Oh, that sounds like the best way to yeah. start the day. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love morning coffee. <laughs> I can't live without my morning coffee. <laughs> Everyone always is, is really surprised when I say that. I'm like, I'm a yoga yeah. teacher. I'm not an absolute saint. Exactly, <laughs> I just love yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah. I think it's important to get balance. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right question number three what's the last God, thing you do at night cheesy and boring but i just sit in bed and read a book um for an hour before bed between nine and ten that's really nice as well it's i think it's a nice way to wind down isn't it because you have no screens um and just kind of low lighting and just yeah. turn off the brain a little bit i was uh, we, so, we and that well that leads you mindlessly yeah. a while ago and i just wasn't enjoying it i was just didn't feel like i was you know doing something with my time efficiently i was just i just needed to go on an adventure and, and read a book and do something um so reading a book before bed is much better than watching tv i find <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we 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 do still watch quite a lot of TV, but it's only when I'm really into a series yeah. that's really captivating. So I like series that tell tell a story. I won't just sit and watch something yeah. that I'm not interested in. Um, but anyway, that's that's yeah. that's um, and for another time. And it, it actually leads me really nicely onto question four, which is what is your favorite at the moment? Book at the I am reading a book called. Uh, is it Business Punk? Yeah, Business Punk by the guy that launched uh, BrewDog. Um, uh, yes, it's called Business uh. Punk. And it's all about breaking the rules of business. You don't have to follow the, the rules when when launching your own business. So it's quite inspiring and it makes us, it just um, gives us the, the, the courage to, to take risks. Amazing. That sounds great. That sounds really good. Okay. And final question. Do you have a mantra or an intention um, that you live by? Not specifically, but the one that comes to mind is just be a better person today than yesterday. So it's all about just, it doesn't mean that you have to be the best mm. or perfect. It just means that you have to just be just better than yesterday. Um, that that's that's it really yeah oh amazing well alex thank you so much and just before you go of course you've already shared the tiba temple website but is is there anywhere else that you would like us to, to yes yeah, so the handle is maybe instagram tempe is it's t-i-b-a-t-e-m-p-e-h um so that's where you will find everything to do with Tiva Tempe and I'll be there managing that Instagram account as well so just send us a message if you've got any questions and I'll get back to you straight away amazing and I must just say well done you've done amazingly because I know you're a bit nervous about today oh, thank you but you've been wonderful <laughs> you. you really have been wonderful and I think what you've shared will really help so many people and actually I think it will really inspire so many people as well because I, I'm about to give you lots of compliments now and I don't know how comfortable you'll feel with that but really Alex you are 
you are really inspirational, like just the drive that you have and the ambition and um, the compassion at the same time. It's a really unique combination. So thank you for everything you bring and what you're doing. Oh, thank you, Lucy. Well you are my so favorite well. yoga teacher of all time. <laughs> and thank you. Th- thank you for the, <laughs> the most amazing voice that you have and for the meditation sessions that you've uh, posted on the uh, podcast as well. I love it. I love them. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's time to say goodbye. So thank you so much, Alex, for coming on. And Thanks, Lucy. We'll catch up love you. <laughs> Bye. I love you too. Bye. <laughs> So once again, thank you to the inspirational Alex. My goodness, what a woman. That conversation was so, so incredible. And her life story is just something else. Um, So thank you, Alex, for sharing your story and for sharing all your little bits of wisdom with us. We are so, so lucky to have had that experience with you today. And I must say, you have made me so hungry. So thank you for that as well. I'm now super hungry, looking in my fridge like I have nothing that I now want to eat because all I want is that Buddha bowl that you spoke about. So thank you for sharing that recipe with us. And as I mentioned at the beginning, if any of our listeners today do want to try the temper and you want 20% off, then head to the Tiba Temper website, which is tibatemper.com. I'll include that link in the show notes. And on checkout for the whole of October 2020, if you type in the code LUCY20, you can receive your 20% discount. So before I sign off today, I would love to share with you some very, very exciting news. It's something that I have been working on for a little while now, at least a couple of months. It's something that I've been sitting on and to be honest, been a little bit afraid to talk about because if I talk about it and I make it public, then that means I have to do it and it's going to be very real. Um, So here goes, later this week, I am launching Root and Rise, the practice. Later this week, I am launching Root and Rise, the practice. I'm just saying that again to tell myself that it is going to happen and we are doing this. Now, what is Root and Rise, the practice? Well, it is my very own membership space online. And each month I'm going to be putting out five different yoga videos, all with a different purpose, but they all tie in really nicely together. So there's going to be the 60 minute mandala flow, a 60 minute mindful flow, a 30 minute mindful flow, a 15 minute mini flow, and then a yin practice, which is is, is coming out at about 50 to 55 minutes per practice. So five amazing videos for you every single month as part of the membership. And there's a couple of different options in terms of if you just want to buy the one-off month or if you buy the rolling contract, of course, that will affect the pricing structure a little but my goodness I am so excited to launch this as I say I've been sitting on it for a little while it feels like a really really big step but if you are interested then please head over to my Instagram and drop me a DM and I'll make sure that you are one of the first to receive that information when it launches later this week the date that we're going for launch is Thursday the 8th of October 
So I hope that some of you are excited by that. I'm excited. I'm also really, really, really nervous, but I think that's a good sign. If something scares you, then it means it's it's the right step, right? So yeah, so I hope to see some of you over at Root and Rise the Practice. That would be my absolute honor to practice with you in that way. Um, it's going to be really beautiful. There'll also be a Facebook group where we can connect with each other. Those of us that are in the practice, we can connect and share what we're enjoying about the practices each month, what we may be finding more challenging. There's going to be a live guided meditation once a month in that group as well. So it's going to be a really, really beautiful, supportive community. So once again, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Alex. And just thank you for all of your support, guys. I really, really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying the episodes as ever, please do rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever you can do on whatever platform you're listening on. It really does help us to be that much more visible to others. So thank you so much and have a beautiful day.